Bird, bird, man, fucking dirty cow. She put them on as tight as she fucking. I was in pain straight away. She wouldn't loosen them up. I yeah, fucking witch. And the puss in the fucking van. In one of them little boxes where you're like, oh, two and a half hours to put me in pain. And now one and a half there. When I got there, they refused to take them off us because I'm shooting them with the fucking pain. Get these fucking ratchets off. I blew my fucking head then when I realised that I was on the interview. I went, you fucking what? You fucking what? I'm fucking serious, man. You want to know where I was on Thursday? Is that it? That was it. I didn't have nothing. And that's what was my views. Could you not have lost this out of the fucking gate? I walked up to the desk sergeant. Oh, I'd done this when I knew I was getting ratcheted again because I knew he was to blame. I walked up to him. I says, you know, I knew why you joined the police force, because you already look like a pig. From this Boristan solicitor, Neyman, the Winterhill Gang members, is agents for Nensis. Next time you see Sean, you tell Sean this. You tell Sean, he better get them videos to do. Still in the hospital cell at this point, because I'd stabbed us, but it only went halfway through my skull over the spike. Before I knocked the cunt out, I smashed him the bits out of it. He was unconscious before the school's gone. Last time I was obviously with you, you told me you retired from crime and then just last month on the internet I see your enemies like some attempt on their life and you get nicked for it, like what's going on? I hate it. Yeah. I still stand by what I said to you the last time no. <laughs> I retired from fucking crime. You retired, so who's uh... That's just the police working ourselves, speculating. So who do you think, who, obviously yeah, we don't even want to say I it. didn't even want to think who's done it, yeah. but the uh, people who's been arrested for it, some of them come here fishing. Do they? Aye, spend a bit. Aye, associate. That's why I've been nicked. Oh no. They have a reason. And uh, so, t t talk to me, obviously. You see that day where it was obviously up on the internet. And it all went straight up on the internet. It's crazy how people do stuff these days, isn't it? Where they put the videos up as they're trying to do the stuff. And then you weren't expecting to get a fucking knock, were you? Of the cops? Yeah. Well, to be honest, with it being my enemy, and after it had happened, after it had fucking happened. The 80s voice did sound a little bit like yours. If it happened to Dave, yeah, something happened to Dave, he got, I'd be thinking, oh, because you know I get to play him every time anyway. The voice at the start was similar to your voice, it did sound, but it's not quite the same. But you know, it was just like, they're on the side or something like this. I think I was in the internet when it happened. I think yeah. oh, not long after it, oh, yeah. I didn't have time to get on the internet when it's happened. Made me a pull contact me first. Send us messages. Yeah, the fucking. Saying that it happened. Yeah, the close. And I went on the internet asking about it then. That's what happened. 
That's all getting all sorts of messages telling us. But it looked like, because obviously I only saw the first video and I thought, oh yeah, they're just there smashing up the place. But it looked like, then when I saw the second video, it looked like, no, they were smashing up the place to draw them out. And then there was the other car waiting. Shit. <laughs> to banana, be honest. <laughs> doing like that. And uh, yeah, he was lucky his legs didn't get flattened. I don't know, to be honest. But um, with it being my enemy, obviously, as soon as I seen it, brought a gleam to my face, you know what I mean? I thought, yes, you fucking want us. Yeah. And because uh, I've been fighting with them for fucking decades, and I know what they like, and I know what they get up to in that area over there. Like the same as what they get up to in, they used to get up to in the West End. They like their fucking enforce, their domination. Uh, and what happened in terms of, uh, so this happened, I see it going on to the internet that night, um, but I'm guessing it happened in the afternoon, and then did you get fucking raided here? A couple of days day, later. A couple of days later. Was it the early five o'clock in the morning thing? No, it was what, 12 o'clock at night or something. 12 o'clock at night? I'd just come off the internet, oh, just so done a live. Yeah. What they were doing was making sure I had my phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hi, oh, hi, oh, hi. I got rid of that. I knew. Oh, so they I was waiting. Were waiting for you I was on. waiting. Yeah, they man, were listen. watching for you to do that's a That's right, yeah, that's right. I didn't get it. After. I was Did waiting. Hey, listen, man, I was waiting for them, waiting to get it, man. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, shit. So, um, so they didn't get it. Um, For what? Did they come in more banded? Yeah. For I knew it, they were on us. Well, not on us. They were in 10 hundred. And I was at the gate with them. Phone's already gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought, I Phone's already gone. Um, so I went to the gate. I went, what are you after? Tell me to speak to you. I went, why I? What are you after? Uh, we would like to speak to you. I said, what are you after? Is that all on camera? Yeah. And they wouldn't see you. says, can you come out, please? I said, I don't need to. You're going to explain you. Yeah. So I was just going on like that. I wasn't being aggressive. I know so eventually, I had to fucking give in and gone out because the corner is argumental twice, you know what I mean? Not that there was any arguments going on. And they the cuff us straight away. But I let them cuff us with the ratchets. Bird, bird man, fucking dirty cows. You put them on as tight as she fucking Is that could. on the way there as well? They did this on the way both ways? So that, yeah, 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 I'm just telling you what started, though. Yeah. I haven't worked myself yet with them. I've just been speaking to them. It's all on camera. And then when I got the other ratchet on, I was in pain straight away. I don't know if you've had them on where they twist your hands the opposite ways as well, run your back when they're putting them on. It's ridiculous, man. It's an act of torture. They're not getting away with it. And she wouldn't loosen them. I've told her straight away they're too tight, they're hurting us. She wouldn't, she wouldn't loosen them. She put them on tighter. Why are you complaining? They did that on That's when place. I fucking started. Yeah, fucking witch. And she wouldn't, she wouldn't take them off. She wouldn't loosen them up. Went, yeah, fucking witch. And they put us in the fucking van. In one of them little boxes where you're like, oh, you know, in a little box. Why do they need yeah. to put them oh. ratchets on if you got in one of them sweat boxes? Anyway, and you're not working yourself. So they had us in a sweat box for a new act till they got us at the police station. Which police station is it, yeah? Wall's End. But I'm in a twin wheel, big twin wheel van. Took my fucking new act. Uh, I'm in pain all the way. Terrible pain all the way. It'll all be on camera because apparently these boxes are videoed as well. Um, and you know you can request the video. I've told the solicitor, I've already told the solicitor, you know the tell them to keep all these videos. I'm taking this to Parliament yeah. and I'm going to get them ratchets banned as a device of torture. They shouldn't even be using them on people. They shouldn't. 
And if they're going to use them on people, why do you have to twist the hands like that, run the back, when you're using these ratchets on them? And put them in pain before you even walk. Why, what right do they put any cut in pain? Two and a half hours of put me in pain, and now one and a half there. When I got there, they refused to take them off us because I'm shooting them with the fucking pain. Get these fucking ratchets off. I'm in fucking terrible pain, man. Terrible fucking pain. I'm like this. And they went, shut up and stop shouting. I went, I want these fucking ratchets off. Get them off. And because I was shooting like that, they left them on right over half hour till I stopped shouting. And when, it, when it come to take them off, I couldn't get them off because my hands were that swelled up. I asked them to take photos of my hands just to show people afterwards to the sergeant who had left them on for an extra half hour. Uh, and he wouldn't take photos. This is all on camera because I've got cameras in the cells. So I've told oh, the solicitor, the tell them we want all these videos and kept. And the police will have their camera on. on all the way, ask them before story. Yeah. Got video cameras on there before the gate. They said all had their body cams on. Yeah. They agreed that they did. Yeah, they actually have to tell you, but none of them ever do, that they're recording. But they're no, you're you supposed to. Yeah. Um, so it's all on camera, and you'll see I didn't start until after I'm in pain. And I've done it on the way back too. <laughs> but um, So when you got to this sta station, obviously they put you in. How long did they hold you for before they questioned you in that? Fucking 18 hours, 12 hours, and I'm not sure. And were next people shouting in the cells next to you? Did, did you know other people have been nicked or anything like this? No, you I did like, not. Trying to chat to no one else or nothing no. like this? I, I could hear a girl in the next cell, but I didn't know what she was in for. Did you get your lawyer down or did you just go in there to know, come on, you didn't even need a lawyer? Well, I didn't need a lawyer. So when, when I didn't need a lawyer, I always say, when I ask you if you need a lawyer, I always give me enemies. <laughs> I tell you all this, because he always says, I can't represent him. You know what I mean? We're obvious, isn't it? And when they come and tell us, he, oh, oh we've checked and he said he can't represent you, I'll go, oh, well, I'll have to do without and won't I? And I usually deal with it that way, you know? Yeah. I've been put in that position. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But this time, in between doing that at the desk and line thinking about the whole situation in the cell, I've got about 10 hours, 12 hours lying there thinking. I thought, you know what it is? The best thing I can fucking do is answer questions on this interview. Did you think you were fitted them. up at that point there when you... Um... I thought I'd been fitted up. Yeah. I thought that the best thing I can do is answer questions on this interview um, and get a lawyer in. So when they come back and tell us that um, he kind of represent us, the enemies, I said, oh, well, I'll have one of me co-accusers, solicitors, anyone will do. I'll have, I'll have one of them. Because um, they've told us his other's locked up. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know who. But I thought I'll have one of theirs, somebody who's involved in the fucking case. Anyway, it saves a lot of fucking hassle afterwards. Because I'm not on legal aid, I know. And if you look, other people are on legal aid, it gets a lot of the work done. Yeah. Well, you'd need done. Well, you'd have to fucking pay for. Because you're not on legal aid. Um, so I said I'll have one of the co accused lawyers. And they said, right, we've gotten you one. Co accused, I went, that'll do. And then the common says, um, oh, he says he can't represent you in EVAC, conflict of interest. Um, I said, well, listen, just get us a fucking duty one. I've just thought I'll have one here there for this interview. So they got us a duty one, um, which turns out as one of the co-accused anyway. But they got us a duty one. And I took the interview. And talk to me about how the interview went and which coppers are in there with you and what sort of questions. Well, I tried to be all with them at first. Yeah. And I says, right, we want to talk to you about um, this, that, and the other. I said, no, bother. I said, well, I'm not like normal interviewers. I want to talk to you about a few things as well, Eddie. So crack on. Um, 
às vezes, às vezes é, that's is a question. I think they said, where were you on Thursday? Thursday gone. Obviously, meant the day of the incident, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I wasn't even thinking none of that thing. You're probably on well YouTube. I couldn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah. I don't know if you asked me where I was four mate, days ago. I wouldn't mate, remember. I was no, ask man. questions about where I was six years ago on this date at this place. What were you doing in London on this day? I live fucking next to London. Like, what were you doing in this place? Mate, come on. And so I, I couldn't me. remember. So I tell him I couldn't remember. I said, right, you, ask, uh, you, you answer me a fucking question now. Why have you. Torture, just torturing me for a new and a fucking half, dragged me from my fucking home. What justified in your fucking head, evidence-wise, to put me through that? Because I know I'm completely fucking innocent, yeah, right? What justified in your fucking head to put me through that? Spit it out now on fucking camera. This is in front of the solicitor, and he's got his colleague there. And they couldn't come up and out. No evidence, uh, anything, not anything. And you know, if it's a case like that, I just wanted they, to know where I was need, on Thursday. Why do they need to come here and fucking put you in these? Fucking so just want to want to know where you were on fucking Thursday. Fucking... I blew my fucking head then when I realised that I was on the interview. I went, "You fucking what? You fucking what? I'm fucking serious, man. Yeah. You want to know where I was on Thursday? Is that it? That was it." Didn't have nothing! And that's what was my views! Could you not have asked us out of the fucking gate? That was it! Tortured me for an hour and a half, man! An hour and a half in severe pain! We'll get the cameras and prove it! Why should I go through that? On that fucking evidence! Of course. We want to say that's where you are, Fuser. That's all I could ask us. I blew me fucking lid! I bet. I bet. And um, so did they release you pretty much straight after? No, this? kept us little. Uh... The last point. I fell out with them by this you know, point. Mistake me if you're wrong. And then even, so at the point where they released you, did you get released under investigation, released, charged? What was the statement? Well, it was, they said you're going to appeal it first. Yeah, are you on bail at this point? No, I no, said so stick no. your appeal up, you fucking arse. Absolutely. You're not saying to me you don't fucking bail. Um, and I must be on that interview, you're not saying to me you done fucking bail. I'm not having it. And I'm right now. Yep. Uh, and I stood by me grunt. And, and they kept us till uh, about an hour and a half before the loud, they've got it as long as, they, as long as I can't keep you. I was doing to the last hour and a half, the letters out. And don't get me right if you're wrong. And then when they put you back, they put you back in the field. Oh, it's all on camera. Why fucking put you back in Because I've been shouting and bawling at them every fucking yeah, opportunity. You, you see the camera? Yeah. I walked up to the desk sergeant. So at that point, when, he's, when the ratchet at us, I walked up to the desk sergeant. Oh, I'd done this when I knew I was getting ratchet at again, because I knew he was to blame. I walked up to him. I said, you know, I knew why you joined the police force, because you already look like a pig. And listen, man, this is the best part of it. Everybody agrees with us. He does look a bit oh, piggy and put. No, man, serious, man. This is why you've got to hit them where it hurts. And he did look like a pig. <laughs> Listen, everybody in there. There's a big police station with loads of people sitting around desks and that. Everybody put that. How you doing? And I said to him that. You joined the police force because you already look like a pig. And everybody knew I was telling the truth. 
They put him looking like a pig. Fuck, you know. And so then, obviously, then they have to do the same journey all the way back with these Aye, matches on in the In the back box. of a fucking little, little um, car this time. Worse. Fucking worse. Three times I went through my mind, kick him in the fucking head to make them crash. Yeah, I was in that much pain. No, no, good. I'm glad you didn't. And so hopefully now, what are you going to do? You need to do a civil claim against these fuckers treating you like this. You Listen, I've put... I've had, do you go to the hospital? Nah, what's oh, up from the point? Fucking... Uh, listen. Were your things bruised up in that the next yeah, day? Yeah, of course they were. Are they sore now that? Yeah. It's all on camera. Uh, I mean, all, uh, when I'm in the cell. It's like, hey, my last little kind of feeling. How, how long had it been? I feel it, but it still feels numb. How long had it been since you've been in a cell and that? Oh, I'm, I, I get took the cells quite often anyway. Oh, so it hadn't been years and years? No, no. The girl was ragging me in for one thing over. Yeah, but obviously this one here. You've but they haven't ragged us in for seven years, like eight, eight years since I've been with this new wife. Yeah, so it's been um, Thank God. Pun. It's been a while since you've been in the cells and that, and then you're thinking, nah, they It doesn't only me, the cells, like it does a lot of people. No, no, of course. We've well, done fucking a load in the fucking cat A's, ain't you, and all this sort of stuff. I've done tons, of, like, I've done months and months and months in solitary confinement in different prisons. So, I'm, so when they lock me up for 24 hours, like, like normally they'll, they'll break them, leave them for 24 hours before we even talk to them, just to break them doing a bit. That bit doesn't work with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um. <laughs> Makes me worse. And do you know, uh, Obviously, a couple a few weeks before that, when you see uh, Glover and Cookie on the Atwood show with fucking uh, Humphreys, you must have been surprised. I was surprised that they'd brought Glover back out. Do you know what freak I mean? Freak show. The freak show it was. Well, that's no, what no, I thought. I, I, I was program. very surprised. What I say is that some people, if they're not in the right mind and on heavy medication, I don't know if it's right that they'd be put on camera. That's all he's, that I would He's say. also diagnosed paranoid schizophrenic. He's on injections and. Yeah. Um, he's 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 in a mess. Any he? you can see he's in a mess, and they're just abusing him, really. You, you just shouldn't be putting people along because they've obviously told him certain scripts, obviously. And then, uh, yeah, to promote shit against me. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was all for you. Everything was. Everything was. It wasn't an interview about Glover. It was get Glover on to talk about Paddy. That's what it was. Yeah. It was and to spin their with, narrative with, of Paddy with Cookie and Humphreys there in order to prod him in the right direction to go. Well, did you notice I never really, I, I'd have much to full interview where I've asked people, because I knew they wouldn't. What the real crunch of everything that's going on here, what is the real crunch of everything that's going on between all of it? What is it? Faith's murder. Yep. Did you notice they didn't prod, like, delve, try to delve deeply into anything that they're seeing about that murder? Of course. Regarding me. They never did it. Of course. Well, what's that telling you on the town that they fucking want that narrative? They didn't want to interfere with that narrative. So Mr. Humphreys, although he puts his evidence up there, what he doesn't ask and what he doesn't do shows where he's coming from, for my money. Yeah. That is party. He tries to say, I'm just this and I'm, I'm not involved. But this, his own actions tell you he looks after these people who are accusing me of these murders. He protects them. He it looks does. like he's sort of uh, the media side for you. No, he's more than that, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll think about it. You've got Cookie England in front of yeah. you. It's Viv's murder. Your gang's blaming Conroy, who you're protecting. Um, and these people, Cookie England, are helping. Helping your gang. Yep. So, with what they want to say about Conroy and this murder. Aren't they? That's the situation he's in. Yeah. So, so, so... 
there's this serious stuff in it going on. But, so. but he's a crane breaker and he's a crane walker and blah blah blah. You'd think he'd be saying, "Well, glove on when he asked you to do this and when did it happen? What time? How did it come around? You know them sort of nail them down. They don't nail any of them down or nothing. They just let them see what they've got to see and sort of leave it at that, don't they? Mm. You know what I mean? From my perspective. Yeah. No, obviously they weren't there to uh, do investigations. Yeah, but but, it, but it, well, it's a fucking murder, and they're trying to put the murder onto my fucking tours, all of them. Yeah. With everything they're presenting and promoting, it's putting the murder down to my fucking tours. So you think if you were doing that to someone, you'd at least be fair with the evidence and do what the you'd expect to be doing. You're not impartial, is it? Yeah. Well, if you were impartial, you wouldn't be just leaving it at that when these people were fucking uh, seeing these things and. Well, would you? Because it's, oh, it's no, you'd be delving oh, in. And it, it, no, he's guilty by his fucking actions. I could. Yeah, these things aren't impartial. They, they're a uh, set of narrative, aren't they? Painted narratives, these, these things. So. Yeah, but well, this is perverting the course of justice on a murder case, so, man, isn't it? Crazy. From anyone else's point of view. Then if you listen, if I haven't committed that murder, what are all of them doing? Yeah. They're perverting the course of justice on, with evidence on this murder, aren't they? Yeah. But um, so how do you would you want to progress stuff with like these people now? Because before I can remember where they went on with all these fake documents on the Atwood show before. See uh, them fake documents. Yeah, I'll tell you a story. Well, how they come about? Come about in prison at first, man. Maximum security prison. I was in touch with a kid called Weldon, who was charged with. A kid called one of them went to L gang hunt. They both went to L sort of people. Not my firm, but they used to speak to me. And he getting a letter from this Boristan solicitor, Neyman. They went to L gang members as agents for Nensis. And he put it in black and white. I'll give you the letters, I will. I will give you the correspondence. So I got in touch with everybody involved, even the solicitor involved. And the solicitor sent me a copy. The solicitor did himself a copy of that letter and the correspondence following that letter between himself and the one hell gang solicitor. The one I asked for the other night at the police station. Do you know what I mean? So, um, and I've got the correspondence between the two of them. Where one of them is naming these two as agents for the Crown. You know, I had this in prison. So I sent a copy of it up to Franklin Prison to ask these cunts, yeah, what's going on, yeah? Straight away, didn't I? I'm mean, already battling on. Sent them a copy, straight to them. They've passed it to their solicitor, their solicitor's getting in touch with this solicitor, and this is the correspondence. I've gotten back, I've started this correspondence by my actions. Um. And I've got the full correspondence. And this, this solicitor, and the barrister he is, he's not just a solicitor, he's a barrister of law, member of the bar. He says they work for the National Criminal Intelligence Service. And when my enemy, the Winthill Gang, knew I had this paperwork in prison, they then got that bundle of paperwork concocted, knocked up as quick as possible. If you look at the time and the dates, everything in that fucking bundle, it'll take you back to them days. That's people who were their associates, their friends, writing the MPs and getting MPs to write letters on their behalf and it was all knocked up as a counter 
against me paperwork in prison and that's where that bundle of paperwork come from but there's none of it got any substance foundation if you delve into it this is why i wanted a due diligence uh, challenge done with them on that paperwork and they've refused to do it both haven't they all of them yep. they're getting anywhere if you follow my videos yeah no no they've no refused point fucking blank again anywhere yeah any due diligence checks on that paperwork? Yeah, I thought maybe, you know, when I came up here last time, six months ago, whatever it might be, and I was talking about maybe this might be, because I've got, uh, I do speak to Sean, I've got, um, I can't get messages back and forth, so, but I, when they had, obviously, Glover and uh, Finger, I thought, no, there's no chance or anything like this. So like, he's got a very close relationship with Rafe, clearly. Next time you see Sean, you tell Sean this, me. <laughs> We don't see each other a lot. Cunt. So. You tell Sean he better get them videos to talk to him. Mm. But yeah, was, I've got umpteen people. And I have words with Sean. I don't think uh, anyone around uh, the country when they see him. But you know, uh, after get the opportunity to see him. You know, at this point here, no one thinks obviously you're a grass or anything like this. It's not something that's stuck with you at this Listen, point. Listen, they've so had bundles of fucking paperwork on their show, what they've refused to retract. Mm. Hey man, these are Freemasons, man. Miss Omri's is a Freemason, upright member of the society. Seeing I'm a police informer with this bundle of paperwork. Mm. And he's standing there saying, I've got evidence concrete. I've said, all right then, let we go through it and do a due diligence on that paperwork. And they've refused. So as soon as Atwood, seeing him refuse to do that, Atwood should have took them videos done. Yeah. And should have put a public apology out, stating, that to all his public, that that was wrong. That paperwork, what he used on that paper on, on his show, he's refused to go through a due diligence check with me on it. Mm. So since then, I've went all right. Then I want to go. I'm going to use my paperwork against yous from the jail. Same paperwork because they've used it against me on that much show, and I've re re thingied my paperwork from the barrister and solicitor. What yep. names these people? See, the problem is, see, these people are, are the real killers of Viv, murderers of Viv, and they're blaming me for Viv's murder. And the problem is, they're working for the fucking cops, and I've got them black and fucking white there working for the fucking cops. Not only the cops, the fucking National Criminal Intelligence fucking agency, and this is out of a member of the boss fucking mouth. I can tell you the full tale how we found out. We'll come out legally in a case. Um, and the, the problem is, no, that we're fine on my hands, no, is. The three people named in the murder confession, the real murder confession, by Glover, regarding Viv's murder, the three of them all work for the police. And I've got the paperwork to prove it. Legit paperwork. That can any credence check can be done on. I've not refusing they've refused to do a credence check on the paperwork they use against me, but I've not refused to do any credence check with them on this paperwork. It's just they're refusing the challenges on it. I've invited them. So, right, I just think, right, my paperwork's going to run all these podcast shows um, to prove all of Viv Graham's murder, murderers worked for the authorities. Glover worked for the local crime squad, intelligence, doing operations against me. The intelligence side of the police, crime squad, which was high level back in them days. You in, showed that before. Glover in, had been uh, an informant from fucking early years. Since I was nightclub a face, he's since done a video admitting it that yeah. he turned grass in the house nightclub yeah. uh, that's what did happen but not just him not just him a number of them did everybody involved did because someone come and told me one of them had agreed to do it has since come and seen me and bull 
and confessed everything that happened to us that night. And what happened with him was, he was took to Robocop's office, Graham Allen, and he told us that they had a big, uh, like the Americans when they had the photos on the wall in the pyramid, <laughs> he says, behind his desk, behind them on the wall, he says, in your pictures at the top, <laughs> this is in Robocop's office. We oh, didn't get on. Anyway, me and him didn't get on. I can tell you loads of tales. We have chased him with the interview room as well. Oh, that shit. fucking arsehole. Oh, there he is. He's, he's fitted me up for, for the Winter Hill Gang as well, or their cop, a number of times. If you looked into my life, I was charged with Norm Robbie, what Brian Charrington set us up for, and put on remand. And when I was on remand, in the cell, who's lying next door to us? My enemy, charged with a Sunderland Post Office robbery, waiting to go up on trail. This is where this cop is going to give evidence to collapse the case and he's going to mention me and the evidence that he's seen them come through to my house. Yeah. And now he's got me charged with an armed robbery in jail, just ready for him giving this evidence. I see it. That's why I was fitted up, man. I see it. With that robbery, just to justify his fucking evidence in that court for my money. Um, if, if you looked into it, uh, if you looked into both cases and seen what had happened... In both cases, you'd say he's been fitted up, he's completely fucking innocent, and it just coincidentally happens at that time and when he's getting blamed for armed robberies off this cop in evidence in the biggest robbery trail ever in the country against the post office. Yeah. Um, that's evidence. He gave, he gave evidence and he's seen these, him who had his premises smashed up coming out of my house. So fucking hell, I didn't think that Brian was actually... Uh, informant. I thought he was. Just, yeah, I thought he just corrupted the. the no, I, no, I bought a load of stuff off him one day, and delivered it. And I just used him because it was a wagon load. I got him to deliver it straight to a fella I'd sell today. And then the only person I fucking knew that I'd sell this fella this stuff was fucking me. It was corned beef. It was fucking me, and his fucking him and his delivery drivers. It's the first time I'd used him to do that actually deliver something for us because instead of swapping wagons or whatever we would up in them days I got him to drop it straight off to the buyer and they got raided the fella got fucking raided and the fund came with corned beef and then I felt awful fucking awful but then a few weeks later one of the people involved with this fella who must have had been cops or something they knew they come to me and says was somebody called Charrington involved and that's when I went aye as it happened it was aye so they had fun loot something about that raid. Yeah. That I had in there and they knew it was Charlton. Yeah, so I always believed. So I, I knew then it was Charlton. Yeah, fucking hell. So I always believed that he was, because I know he had corrupted his handlers at the same time, so I believed it was the way that he was sort of doing it for a safety. Like and it was at this time break. where he got that robbery set up and got me nicked and then implicated in it, if I tell you the full tale. Yeah, because I can remember his handlers were driving around in brand new BMWs that registered in Brian's name and all. This From his garage? Yeah, and all this sort of stuff at the time. And... His I hand, said, my boy, I'll not tell you what I've done. One. I funded that he had half a million quid in his loft. <laughs> oh, or two million quid he got caught with, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I'd yeah. already fell out with him at this point. Yeah. I knew what he was. Okay, like that. But at yeah. that point, well, you got Nick with Curtis. Yeah, because I, I speak to his son a little bit. I've been trying to get his son to do an interview because he ended up getting caught up with stuff down the line. But his son always says that his dad wasn't obviously an informant and that it was obviously maybe playing certain ways, yeah. I didn't know about the background of the stuff. Just the he, he became a very powerful man with obviously these connections and safety net that he was getting. Ah, that's fucking reach. Really that's fucking reach. Too really, many. Yeah, too really, big. Of yeah. course, he was an informant. Um, 
from back in my days was him who set me up for that post office. Yeah. For, for him to give evidence in the Sunderland post office robbery trial last year. That's what the whole setup was for. For my money. Yeah. Yes, sir. How did you know um, Brian and how did you end up coming to buy that wagon worth stuff from? Obviously, you hadn't known him long then, if that was the first Not, bit, you know, you? a couple of years. Yeah. A few years, a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and he was a bit of a face doing in Teesside anyway. He Making was. a name for himself. It's a little face, you know what I mean? Back in the day. Car, um, car dealer, was it? Yeah. No, this, this is before he was a car dealer. Yeah. This is when he was just a villain. On your own, you know what I mean? Just like everyone else. It's all he done, villainy. Mm. And buying and selling stuff as well, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I used to buy and sell stuff too. So I used to buy stuff off him. That's all I've done. Bought yep. stuff off him. Um, and then that one day sent it straight to the buyer and the buyer got raided. And no, he come to the Yeah. And I knew he went shooting pigeons, seagulls on the beach regularly. That was his hobby because I'd known him a couple of years and he'd mentioned a few times he'd gone shooting seagulls. <laughs> But anyway, comes through this day when I've got somebody with us in my house. He said, oh, I'm looking for a new gun pad for shooting seagulls, blah, blah, blah. Do you know where I can get one? A gun, shotgun. And the kid who was in my house at that time went, oh, now there's one. It's a legit one. Um, it was a legit one, proper registered yeah. in somebody's name, but it was for sale. And he says, I can, so we can sort that out. So we end up making 50 quid out of the sale. Yeah. But it's a legitimate gun. Well, Charlton, as far as I was concerned, was getting used to shoot fucking seagulls. Uh, and then it ends up fucking getting used in an arm robbery, what he set up. Shot the postmaster on the fucking head. Left the gun. Left the fucking gun. So obviously it's a fucking straight gun. In it, a registered fucking gun. Obviously, where do they go? Back to you, Lord. Back to, back the, to the fucking, that's fucking right. That's fucking, that's what happened. So obviously, right then, well, everybody knew the score with me. When I get locked up, yeah. what do I say? That's right, aye, and that, they knew that before they set me up for that. That was a situation. I was charged with armed robbery, I couldn't say fuck all. Um, Charlton's not charged with the robbery. Was it all these like, people he'd get in the day of the robbery? Um, could gone into the case. They, they, they're fucking what? That was a setup for the. I see, not to get, get me, to get me for him giving that evidence in the Sunderland Post Office robbery trial. I see, it was all set up for. I collapsed the case myself in the old style committal. Um, that robbery approved some corruption where they couldn't get out of it. Serious corruption. And I collapsed the case myself. That's how I got out of the robbery eventually. It wasn't like they were letting us go after they've done that job, give that evidence. He's innocent anyway. We've set him up, let him go. No, it wasn't the case that I had to quit the, get the case. I collapsed me fucking self as well because we're going to jail us. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like when you listen to all this sort of stuff and then what I've seen in my own eyes, anyone out there is thinking about getting into a life of crime and thinking that they're going to do it in like straight away and all this sort of stuff and there's loyalty amongst thieves, just don't bother, don't get into the life of crime because there's so many wrongings out there, isn't there, Pat? These days. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it's, oh, it's days. you're fighting a losing battle with the technology and the fucking informants out there. That's it's, right, though, that's right, though. Just don't do it, get a job. My advice is if you're going to be a criminal, just stay petty. Yeah. Where they don't even... Where you just come to the attention of the local police and anybody else. If you, if you get in anything bigger nowadays, they've got a system in place that watches you. It's a number of different crime agencies, and they've got all the informants working for them, not the police nowadays. And that's why they've got their system set up, so you can't get on 
what how they got you when did they get you and get you in the court because they use the agencies to do all investigation and watching and then they send the cops in at the end mm. you know what I mean after they've done everything that they need to do the agencies of course it's bad man of course um, and it's the agencies they all are tuning in through your phones and listening to hear what you're saying through Siri and that they've got machines that listen to your full conversations man oh, no. they'll just put one on your phone and your phone will monitor your conversations for the next week and Siri will sort out the conversations for them but that you want to got some interest in yeah. like tag words um, clever man nowadays how, how they can monitor people at a touch of a switch crazy and how they can do millions of years at once if they want <laughs> so that's how the crazy bit is they can do millions of people at once yeah. if they want Absolutely. the same cops um is involved after the Curtis Warren case, same cops, same bent squad from down at Et Manor are involved with the Phil Berryman shipment of drugs too. And if you look into what happened in that shipment of drugs, he managed a disgrace. I've got the customs statements where Phil Berryman signed up the customs months before I've even escaped from prison, before he took me out of the country. He signed up the customs. I'm getting my photo talk getting on the boat. There's loads to explain about that case yet. That's never... He doesn't explain any fucking book. Nuts, isn't it? Uh, he doesn't admit that he, he... He went and signed up the customs. I'll show you the statement. It's on my phone. It's all a show. They're trying to pretend my man's most wanted man in Britain while they're photographing That's you right, fucking I getting think. onto a boat to fuck off to try and play along with this big story, whatever they're going to make On the up. biggest shipment of drugs in British up, history. Get you up on a huge shipment. This one shipment is the biggest shipment in biggest history, remember? That's why they're loaded off, see? Controlled delivery. I'll say it was controlled escape. If it was looked into. Glover admitted also court that he'd phoned yeah, Smith, the cop, um, but at least five days before we escaped telling them that the escape was going ahead, blah, 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 blah. So they definitely knew. There's no doubt about it. They definitely fucking knew. And then when you look at everything else, when they get us on the boat, I'm getting my photos took. We didn't leave that the next day. I'm Britain's number one wanted fucking criminal, man. So who's taking the photos? They ended up in the court case of Phil Bowman. I mean, I've seen the photos of me climbing on the boat. Who's taking them photos? Intelligence, obviously. Yeah. Well, Bowman signed up the customs and excise three months earlier and he's given them information about me he's given them information saying I've, he's come involved with me to try and smuggle 50 kilo heroin I've got the paperwork mm -hmm. 50 kilo heroin from Turkey yeah, and, but if you knew the truth of the story Maybe, he approached me. Yeah, and I remember you said that you turned it down and then obviously... I the... stopped smacking heroin, man. And then when he approached me, I fucking tell him, fucking sure, blah, blah, blah. But he went and tell the customs are fucking opposite. As part of, of getting into them before he's done what he's done with the shipment of drugs. And customs are watching the kid's cop. So he's working with... He's been sent to net to sign himself up by the cops, hasn't he? Yep, of course. If they, they, to keep yourself right, officially or something. Come on. I, uh, you know? Yeah. Um, what was I going to say there? Hey, man, if you look into the case, in the tape recording, I had the transcripts of the tape recording, but I've lost them now. But there'll be a run somewhere. Um, the full transcripts, when the cops got into the interview room, 
first thing they say, it's Conroy's drugs, Phil, it's Conroy's drugs. Do you know what I mean? Because he shouldn't have been nicked. He shouldn't have been nicked. We now need to tell him what to say. We speak about these corruption and that. Obviously, that was a record bust at the time. Fucked up by corrupt cops. The fucking Warren fucking Charrington case. Fucked up by corrupt Customs cops. Customs are watching them busies doing there because of Curtis Warren's case. At that point in time, because they've just collapsed the case, watching them when the Berryman thing come into play. Yeah. So they were straight on to them because the same fucking cops, man. And that's what's went on, yeah. This is why they rushed in that day and arrested Berryman and said to the cops, stay away from him. Stay away from him. You're not even getting a chance to tell him what story to tell. Yeah. Yep. You're not allowed to visit him. Yeah, but they did. And as soon as they walk in the interview room, they tell him what story to tell. It's gone rice drugs, Phil. It's gone rice drugs. It's on the tape. It's on the fucking tape. And Phil Berryman's first response to that is, you know I shouldn't have been on that boat. It's on the tape, I'm saying that. How can the cops know crazy. he shouldn't have been on that boat? Crazy, crazy. I mean, when I was younger, I used to think that corruption wasn't a big thing in this country. And obviously, in terms of if your police officer pulls you over, it's difficult to fucking pull out some money out of your wallet and tell them to fuck off once they've radioed it in. But obviously, within, it these, free out here, but yeah, within these Freemason halls and in these pubs and in these old school friendships and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's absolutely right it is. That's and a like trait, I, said, I read those public community documents and all the London firms recently. Oh, it has yeah. been absolutely it, it, right. It fucking is. It has been. No, I don't make it right these days. It's no, a whole new system in these days. The old firms are still there, though, yes, some of them. And they've still got these same people. That's but, really, and the Masons and that. Yeah. Aye, there's old firms, firms of Masons, aye. That's what's going on, yeah? That's mm. what's going on, yeah? Mm. Um, this is what I've been trying to get Mr Humphrey's role in, in the Masons investigated and all this because of what he's been doing in... in, in in what do you call them when they put people in the masons? Yeah, introduce them. What's the word? Um, anyway, he he's been putting a lot of people in the masons, and you see him who's got his premises smashed up a few yep. weeks ago. Yeah, he's his one of his pals. He's godfather of all his children, not one, all of them. That's how close you are. Who is Rafe? Is no, no the pal. Him Lugsy who got his place oh. smashed up. Yeah, yeah. He's pals with this kid. So Polly, he's godfather to all his children, yeah. right? And just introduced them into the Freemasons. Do you know what I mean? So, so I'm right and pointing out the Winter Hill, the Winter Hill gang have infiltrated. Yeah, Freemasons free do take fucking criminals in as well. So if if they're handy to them, yeah, like so if I, they can I, control them and use them. I know someone yeah. who. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, that old school one. Who's, who's, who's just come out of a 22 year sentence oh. and they're letting him straight back in. That's been the system, man. That's been the system, but I don't think that's the system these days. Well, I think it's changed. It. Yeah. Because of the corruption that's come around because of it. But that was the system through the Masons and taking certain villains into the Masons. So they can use their villains to stay on top of... The ones that would into Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's obviously what went on. Yeah, with the Winter Hill Gang. But Kenny Noy was always... Kenny Noy was in the Masons. That's right, aye. He got a fucking... No, no he's been a different boy. kettle of fish, before they realised he was a villain... He wasn't in up to murdering loads of people. No. Do you know what I mean? Even if he always bent. So, so there's, loads of, there's a few mates. That's the ones I like to take in. Yeah, the quiet fence ones. With this it? one, yeah. When you look at the murder murders that's went on, yeah, by this gang. And they've, they've got the leader of the gang in. Right up until Freddy Knight's murder trial, he was one of them. Um, to be honest, I think he's out now. Because Making I think so. Noise. I'm just surmising. No, he's been nicked. They pulled him up a court for... Took all his assets off him. Um, they didn't actually get him up a court because he pulled the one psychiatric report where he couldn't stand trial. 
but they still put him on trial in his absence where they could take all his assets off him. This is the Freemason one and convicted him in his absence, even though he's on, you know, um, and they've took all his millions of them, took the lot. So I very much doubt he's in the Masons himself today, but he'll still have all his crew of people in there who he's, who he's got shit on. Yeah. From over the years. Oh, oh that's a job this this film. Get so shit on people. Changing, changing the topic slightly, um, obviously the taxman, I don't know if we need to mention him by name, says that obviously you torched him at one point, didn't he? He said you kidnapped him. Who? Did Brian? Didn't say I kidnapped him. Well, you went into a house and ended up. Torched. He says this. He says many stories, doesn't he? And yeah. And there's obviously no truth in this at all and that what were your dealings with him back in the day and that? I've passed a lot of these tests proving that I haven't committed the offences what he has claimed on Mr. So podcast where did that, show. Listen, where did listen, that listen. come from? From obviously these From this part of their yeah. gang, man. Yeah. Part of their fucking gang. So take by either that or if you watch all these podcast shows he admits yeah. he suffers from illusions from his Crohn's disease. He suffers from crack cocaine psychosis back in them days. He's been a crackhead for all his life. So he's been suffering crack cocaine psychosis. He admits this. So it may be part of his psychosis. I don't know. Uh, they may have put him up for it. Um, but what I do know is this is for fucking sure. When I was lying on remand in prison for that offence, he came to visit me. And he told me that them two, them two what we're talking about, that I've got the paperwork on, yeah. them two had been the same in hospital and wanted him to say this and say that and blah, 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 but that he wasn't going to do it. Listen, I said, will you come to court next week and tell them that, 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 that this is what's going on? He said, I will. And he come to court. And as soon as the cops knew what was going on, because the cops are behind all this, remember? When, they, when they're doing this to me, it's a cop and yeah. cops who they're in with. Yeah. So they're, not, they're controlling the whole case through the Winter Hill gang as well. Yeah. Um, as soon as the cops knew he was in the court, that's Given us evidence to drop the charges in the court. Okay, now it's a fair play to him for doing all that. And that's so it's weird that all these years down but the line. I don't know, listen, I've never spoken about it since, but, but I try not to speak about it. I just think I've passed my lie detector tests. Didn't get through in any fucking shit with them over this matter. It's obviously, obviously they went to hell gang, putting them up to it. For whatever reasons, I thought they made a skid of them and said, oh, just say this for the film. Because they've got them involved in the film. And then you know what they like with me for making stories up about me, the Winter Hill Gang. I thought he might have just been doing it for them, for that film. You know, like, yeah. not thinking it could lead into a proper legal case or, you know, things like that. But I thought it could either be for that, it could either be psychosis, it could be his illusions, or he could be getting tell to deal off the Winter Hill Gang. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought. And I thought, just let sleeping dogs lie, don't even speak about the case, because you could end up in trouble if I do. Um, and leave the land the way it lays on that case. But, um, you know, years ago, they were able to paint their own narrative because you weren't on YouTube. They had their media guy out there doing all this book, doing all this YouTube stuff, doing all these things and all this sort of stuff. And now, obviously, you've come into the frame and that, and then you've ended up getting a fucking good following and that on your lives every night. I see crazy numbers on there. that they, This must absolutely fucking destroy them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You'll destroy them. Well, yeah, I'm not no, getting crazy numbers, but I get more than them. No, it is. All, you get big it's numbers. All right. the, and the thing with the lives and that, the lives won't get um, much after. But you know, at the time, you get they're very powerful. You get very good numbers in your lives to do that, undoubtedly. Right, right, right. Um, you become. I'm not like, but um, I think um, 
I've said from day one, when when I get into Don Graham's form, you know, I'm actually digging it up and that. Yeah. <laughs> got, everything will go viral then. I've said this from day one, I know it is. I know you know, it. this is all fucking dangerous. You're putting yourself in a dangerous position. I'm getting blamed for these murders. Yeah, yeah, but you're putting yourself in a fucking... I've passed lie detector test of the top man in uh, Europe. Yeah, you're putting yourself... Oh, in the home office shoes. Mm. And he passed me the highest marks possible and even more. And we showed that on the Whatever, listen, one. listen. That I've done that, screen. so I've got that behind me. Terry, what's his name? Mullins. Mullins, yeah. I've got that on my... Uh, with these murders, and I think in the cops know, dears, who are looking in, can see they're telling lies about these murders, man. Can you, you can tell Lee McCookie and Glover, can you not? Well, I fucking can't. Clearly, you said that since you've taken these lie detectors all those years ago, that they're, they're not looking into you in the same way. Obviously. Not for the murders. No, so... Not for the murders. They know what's going on with the murders. Mm. They've just, like, eased off a bit with me, since the lie detector tests, and... A bit, not too much. Him and I've had um, response sat on me fucking front door for two and a half years, harassing fucking me. Coming to the door, working and walking on his farm with the machine guns and that. Knocking me out of bed and that when I was in the caravan. And I've had fucking murders on with the cunt since the machine, since the uh, tent test. But the, if late, they've eased off. Yeah. A bit. A bit. Put um, Actually putting us through the most physical pain. I've ever endured in my entire life two and a half hours of it. You're lucky. Your three weeks ago. Work. I still kind of touch me. I can touch it, but I can still kind of feel it probably. You need to get onto a lawyer, get some <coughs> claiming on that. They can't be treated. Like listen, that, I know it's like making claims against these cunts. Well, I know some people have been quite successful against it. Like, I thought I'd do well, lifers in general. Well, I thought better than that again. I thought, you know what it is? When I, when I get us back in, I'll pick it up then. This is kind of Parliament. I'm going to get them ratchets banned as a tool of torture by the police. And as as I get bigger with Don Graham's form, yeah, um, I'll be taking that oh, tool of torch out the Parliament with me. But um, so you know, on your YouTube channel, what are you looking to sort of achieve at the moment? You just trying to paint your obviously take, tell your side of the story because obviously you've got a propaganda fucking campaign against you, haven't you? That's, I've had a one gun against us, and I tried to put it right, and it's continuous. It's that's never ending, that's right. Um, <clears throat> but I just think a long route in time. Facts have got to come out, certain facts, and when I'll come out and put together eventually, because I'm still waiting a bit's evidence at the minute. But, but you know where Humphreys, uh, he tries to um, paint this narrative, oh, I don't know why your problem's with him, and it should be with these other people and not with him at all, but he's clearly on their side where he's doing so much propaganda work for them that he's got to take some sort of responsibility, surely. Mr. Humphreys doesn't take any responsibility for any of his actions because, as far as he's concerned, he's just a manager, promoter. He doesn't admit how close he is. Well, he does admit how close he is if he read his books and that. Friends of the family, and that's his gang. Uh, he's just friendly with them, more friendly with them than he was with the Cray twins, if you look at his history. Um, they're all into the same thing, little boys, the whole, sorry, a lot of them. That's why they connect. Um, but we'll get into that in the future. But Mr. Humphrey's job is promote them from his personal point of view. Promote them in this city. This was where it started off, even though it's ended up on the YouTube, etc. In this city to promote his boys above me in this city, name wise, um, is the biggest this, the biggest that. You know, even though I haven't. Put myself out that way anyway. Um, but 
but that's been his job all along to put me doing in every way he fucking can. And every time he writes or speaks about us, it's to put me down in some way. And every time he writes or speaks about them, it's to put them up. Do you know what I mean? It's ended up eventually on YouTube and then that. But I've started in the city, but sort of name-wise. Because before the cops joined their legal team that day on the fight, um, two months earlier, when I had that scrap in the tune centre, it's all on camera. We'll get it. If you want to apply for it. Get the, I'd love you to get the interviews. Yeah, that'd be wicked. I've got the dates of the interviews because yeah. I've got my bail sheets on Bull's computer. Um, and even on the interview, they've got the video of the fight, me and him fighting in the tune centre, where I end up getting cut in that. It's all on video. Um, what are you going to that? Fucking gone all over the place, mate. You should fucking keep us on track. Yeah, but yeah, I'm going to try and get that video for sure. There you go. So get the interview and the video if, if that fight, etc. And you'll see, even in the interview room, I'm defending them. I'm saying, no, they haven't done this to me. I've done it to myself at home. I was changing this pane of glass, blah, 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 blah. Doing everything I've done my entire fucking life. Even in the jail. We had loads of incidents in our fucking jail. And then we talk about, because obviously there's still people in jail and Hitman and you know things like that so would have gone into loads of loads of shit man it went on for a fucking decade didn't it? Hit ya, hit there, this, that, 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 that all the time when I was constant. Um but uh, even though even an incident in the jail where the governors have had me oh, I'll be doing a blocking attack where they're trying to get when I got stabbed in the head. You stabbed ya. Some hitman. Fucking Roger. Didn't know who I was. Police cell on protection the next day. Um, when he found out, but he's just a smart head and a pyramid and heroin and that. new pair trainers, yeah, new pair trainers, and some heroin he got. But uh, the point I was getting the, governor, the security governor come to the cell to see us, and he says to us, uh, Who done it? Oh, well, no, I can't tell you that. I said, Oh, it's people who say it anyway, it's not to do with people in fucking prison. This, you know, just uh, well, who was it who said it? I said, Oh, can I fucking tell you that? Uh, he asked us something else and I said oh I can't fucking tell you to be honest so I was just just not being nasty and out just that's my way old school attitude you know what I mean and I was in a, a cell in the hospital cell at this point because I had stabbed us but it only went halfway through my skull over the spike before I knocked the cunt out I smashed him the bits I did he was unconscious before the school's gone Um, I was writing a letter my back was turned I got attacked, but that's what it's like in there. Maximum security prison. <laughs> that's a norm. <laughs> that's a norm. <laughs> it was me. I just hadn't learned the fucking full rules and regs of the place yet. Um, so even when I, when I was getting, he was trying to talk to us, this governor, um, and I was just like that with him. And he was walking out the door, I says in there, what's happening with me then, governor? Because um, I'm sitting in a hospital cell there at the minute. I've, I've been sorted out. They couldn't deal out with it. Because um, it only went halfway through my skull. It was just like a little... It was a spike, you see. Um, and he turned around and he went, uh, Oh, well, I can't tell you that, can I? <laughs> you know, same as what I've been saying to him through the interview. Well, not an interview. When he'd been trying to talk to us, who done it, who was it outside, and who was this? I was just saying, Oh, well, I can't tell you that, can I? I can't tell you this. When he was walking through, I said, What's happening to me? Then... 
And he turned around at the door, he said, ah, well, I can't tell you that, can I? <laughs> and he shut the door. <laughs> that was the security governor of the prison. But you know uh, your enemies, these Winter Hill gang, are, you, are they still active criminals to this day? I, I would guess so. And so, but I'm just guessing. Is your life in danger then? Like, why would I think my life's in danger? Well, if they're active criminals and like you're so outspoken about them and that, then obviously they. I would say if if my life's in danger, it's more because of the uh, Operation Insight and the murder intelligence and what's going on there, and the need because of they've already cooked the books on all these murders on me. They'd like to get rid of us. Obviously. Oh, I, oh, yeah, they're under cops. Oh, it's been a load of attempts already, man. Yeah. Already, it's been a number of fucking number of murder attempts on me. It's been a great number. See, see that one I've just been talking about in the jail, where they only went off through my skull. From that moment in time in prison, I was convinced that the authorities were in on my fucking murder there, attempted murder. Can you imagine having them thoughts running through your mind in jail? I didn't even speak to anybody about these thoughts. Here, it turns out I was right, though, man, listen. I was fucking right, but it's been the bank cops, so these have been in with, and it. The new was anyway. The new things they shouldn't have knew about my movements to set up that. They do, they do it for fun anyway. I think in this Chelsea's where they put enemies. On yeah, the but, same they, way but, in there. but they, they, they knew something that they shouldn't have knew, man. Yeah. In, but I'm a double county prisoner. They shouldn't have knew certain movements with us. Yeah. But they knew they pre-planned the murder attempt, not me movements, and they should never knew my movements. We've been double county prisoner. Even when they're moving you from prison to prison, the screws don't find out until the day you're getting moved. So I knew when after this murder attempt yeah. that they knew details of my movements through things I'd funded. In terms of on though. But from that moment, I thought it's authorities. I wasn't thinking of fucking these intelligence cops who'd say those once us given evidence in court and all that. Too. It's been yeah. when you're double fucking cut here, prison, all your prison movements is given to over to the local intelligence regularly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's been them bent countryside, when it? Like, letting them know, haven't they? Of course, if they know where you're at prior to you. Aye, aye, aye. You tend to be them. So, but from that point, I didn't realise that at that point. But until Freddie Knight's murder trail and everything else that's come out big style since then. So you did uh, well to get through the fucking prison sentence as you did then? I though. didn't even discuss it with anyone because I knew I did discuss it with anyone. But them thoughts... They'd think you're off your head. Mm. No, you have to be careful. Keep some so I just kept them resell for that reason. I didn't want people to think I was paranoid or not. Because yeah. I would have done. At that point. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there's plenty of people in these cat a dangerous for oh, people to take hits out on people, aren't there? Oh, it's regular, that, in the jail. Mm. This wasn't a cat one. I was just a fucking idiot who didn't know who I was. And they just... Worked them in well, most of the time these junkies don't care if they're going to get it was one of them charge. jobs it was one of yeah, them they, jobs they, they I, don't care who but it all is. the main hit men want uh, yeah, they don't involved. Care, like, name this name that they, well, they need is a fix do you know what I mean when they need all the main fix. ones they were all friendly with me anyway and friends of mine and that all the main ones but like you say you get junkies in the jail and who'll do it for anybody and they didn't tell him who I was and he'd done it before he even knew who I was mm -hmm. found out when he was doing the block put him next door to Frank Burley and Frankie Mullins, uh, two people like that, and they went, you've tried to you've tried to do what to who? And that's when he found out, and he went straight on protection. You know when you're in the Cat A's, I don't know if you've mentioned it before in the last ones, do you come across any of that serious the names, figures in the Cat A's? May I? All of them? Yeah. All of them? Because I've been re the system, you see. Yeah, because you get moved fairly frequently when yeah. you're in the Cat A things. Double Carrier. 
Yeah, so probably every six months or every year you'd get moved. Uh, yeah, like that I. Sometimes it'll leave you a bit longer if you're settled and there's no trouble. Um, you know, it depends on what show you've got going on. Mama I had two gang wars gone. Mm. Start to finish. With, on two fronts, with two gangs. Obviously, uh, the Harrods, they put the Harrods in the dispersal system at first, they did. But they got took with the dispersal for a couple of years, which left us just fighting the Winter Hill gang battle. I was only one who went gang war gun, didn't they? <laughs> there were Dominic, Dominic Noonan nearly had one gun with the Cockneys. So he he, he's a bit of a character, one not he, Dominic Noonan? Yeah. Well, he's in jail. And I see, he's got these jails going around with him and the teenage kids and that. But other than that, side, obviously you've got that side of him, if they're true. Uh, and then the other side of the Dominic, when he's in the jail, he helps anybody. He's the same as when he's on the documentary. He just... And when he's in solitary confinement, he's uh, in that window. He's you now when you get in the club, you get like a compare. It keeps everybody entertained anyway. They might eat Dominic's that person in solitary confinement. It neat all day long. When he's on the wing, he's doing the governor's office, defending people. Being a Mackenzie man, like I'm his solicitor, I'm represent him. Because yeah. he hadn't got the clue what they're doing. And he's always in defending people. He's always helping people, to be honest. Fair play, I know this the Newton's serious, serious family, weren't they? Once upon a time, whether they still are today, yeah. Till Dominic made that documentary, Eve ruined their name. Oh. Well, he turned the Noonan name into a little gay gang, didn't he? <laughs> sort of thing. The world where he looked in it went, well, that's just a little gang of little gay boys, isn't it? Yeah. That's what he turned the Noonan name into. Yeah, no comment. But I, yeah. thought the, I thought the I thought the done that on purpose to yeah. destroy the Noonan's yeah, reputation in Manchester. Best, and that was your mate who did that with him, McIntyre, wasn't it? Did Aye. With him. Yeah. So, but Dominic, the LA you played along with, didn't he? Yeah, of course. But that's what you see on the documentary is pretty much what Dominic is when he's in jail. You know what I mean? Just the same. Mm. But he's not a bad person that way. And when he won in jail, he's not a bully, he's not. Because you get them in jail, you know? Mm. Um. Who was the worst bully you came across in the cases? Oh, there were tons and tons of them. Tons Every and tons. jail. There's... Every jail. Because you get lifers who won't get noot. Nothing no, to lose. Nothing to lose, and they didn't get visits, and they've got to survive in the fucking jail. Yeah, and I told them to survive. That cat thing's fucking dangerous. That's the only way they survive in the jail. Some of them throw intimidation and getting money off people. and But uh, Adam tolerated me. Mm. Full stop. Yeah, you can't. Of none of them. I've facing every jail, man. Every fucking jail I've been in. Everybody knows me for that. I don't take any bollocks. I left everybody unconscious. Every fight I had, from start to finish, everybody, even me attack out, the one I've just been talking about, every single one of them were left unconscious. And is that the worst anyone got you in any of these aye, attacks? Aye, aye, yeah. well, aye. That's fucking bad, isn't it? Lucky Before I got him. Yeah. That spike had went from his skull, he'd get us. Oh, fucking hell. Aye, from behind. But I that before I got him. <laughs> That's how it happens in jail, though. Even last place. He awakened the beast, he did. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he got knocked out fairly quickly after, and I'm sure he did. He got, after he got smashed off every fuck, that's how the screws were, the noise in the cell, man, the cell was getting smashed up. After I smashed him off every wall, bang, 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 head, bang, bang, bang. Give him a good smashing. He's got the knife in his fucking hand, isn't he? I've got hold of one of his wrists. Yeah, well, he's just fucking took one sway with us. Um, but uh, he was unconscious when he arrived. 
But you know, in the cafes and that back in them day, um, were you smoking throughout your entire sentences? No. Prison? No, the cafes is hard to get stuff in. Isn't it? Fucking dispersal system. Gonna, gonna yeah, no chance. Fucking no chance. That's right. Yeah. Heroin, plenty. Weed. <sighs> no chance. Hey, no chance. I look. If you get one joint every three months, six months, and the maximum security prisons. Mm. So I loved it in uh, Strange Ways for I got a nine ball straight in. <laughs> straight in. Smoking hard then. Wait, everybody was on the wing. <laughs> nice. But the prices these days in um from what I'm told in the in the prison system for weed and tobacco and that's absolutely ridiculous where you're not allowed to smoke in the system anymore, it's five hundred pounds for a patch of tobacco, you know? It's ridiculous, man. But um all oh, the jokes. But you know once you know what they should have just done, they should have stopped selling it. Now, just get now on with it because we normally kind of get it, yeah. It's even easier to pack it in mm. now, it's just not there, and you now you kind of get a smoke, you can pack it in much easier, yeah, yeah, of course. Rather than thinking about it, where so where I can go and get distance. one off the nearby, I can go and get one, yeah, or whatever. Once I'll let once I'll like cuts off, it's easy to pack in cigarettes. But, um, of all the jails you've done, um, including obviously the Spanish and well, as well, what, what's the toughest jail you've ever been in? In the British jails, mm. well. It used to be, the dispersal system used to be Parkhurst and the other four prisons. Um, but then they closed Parkhurst down. Um, they closed it down because it was rough as fuck. Um, and then after that it became white more. Was, uh, well, Parkhurst was the worst at that point. Yeah, Did you at do that point. No, no, they just shut it down just prior to me getting to prison. And they'd moved all them inmates into the other four prisons, which was white more. Long Lawton. I'll tell them two prisons are there. Put the most violent to the two of them. They're all violent. They're all fucking violent. But if you have to sort with the least violent, you know what I mean? Even though they're all extremely violent. All of them. But if you had to, because obviously if that one hasn't had. That, I was watching a documentary a couple of months ago on YouTube. Some kid who'd done eight years in Long Lawton said there were seven murders while he was in there. And he was on a psychological effect that's got on you just having to live in there while all these fucking murders has gone on within the prison. Do you know what I mean? So so if you compare prisons like that to Franklin, you wouldn't have loads of murders in Franklin like that prison. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, on top but of that, you've got people topping themselves on top of this well. all the time and cutting themselves up. I see a stat a couple of days ago, you know, um, of IPP prisoners, 200 of them have died behind bars. In the last hour, because of take away all that hope, yeah, 200 people have died behind bars. Yeah, of those 200, 70 of them have killed themselves. That's a crazy stat, isn't it? That's nearly half of them have fucking killed themselves. And these that's not even including the ones outside who have killed themselves. So, well, my nephew's just been released, he's done about four or five years. Oh, Dylan, some doorman friends who missed our homies apparently made a statement against them and had them took off the streets, but the charges got dropped. And then they decided to keep him in for four or five years on his license because of what was said in the statements by these doormen. What license is he on? Is he on IPP? One of my PPs. Oh my God, they're horrific. That's what I'm saying. They've just had him in without charge. Yeah. Four or five years. Yeah, there. Yeah, and it's Without charge. Mate, it's crazy. Doing Mr. Humphreys' friend's statements. They got made to be illegal, so how are the people still serving the sentences on them? People they can do what they want to you when they've got you under these yeah. sort of. Yeah, they're worse than actually a life sentence from murder. These ones are, these IPPs are. Uh, they're all right, aye, they're all right. Keep it as long as you want, yeah. and if uh, you don't take all the boxes, even though them boxes might be a tiny little thing, you may need a backhand to the fucking screw. And yeah, the, wor the, the wor it's worse for the younger ones. 
than it is for the older ones. It's the older ones have learned to tolerate certain things. Of course. And that's why the young, and it's only the younger ones who get the IPP sentences, really. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and some of them have been in for years, for nought. Yeah, Fucking no, nought. I've met people like that. It's uh, terrible. We've got a local one that's always in the papers called Danny Witherspoon. Had a man since he's been really young, man, on these daft IP shit. But um, you know when you're in the dispersals in the in the, in the system, was the Muslim thing? Uh, were the Muslims a powerful? No, not then. System then. No, not then. Um, there's Muslims in there, of course, but not, it wasn't like what they say. It's like nowadays. I used to get out with all the Muslims. I used to cook, too. learn cook, cook curries and that with them. Me too. Very respectful, good people, clean people. That's what I see. Well. I... And yeah, it completely. I'd not been around people of Muslim faith before jail and it completely opened my eyes to it. And yeah, it's not what I've. Uh, in the West End in Newcastle, it's, a, it's always been one of the largest Pakistani communities in England, going back since before my day. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've been brought up in the West End among the Pakistanis and I've always found them that way. They're more, they're more thingy uh, cultural wise than us. Better, yeah. Look after the old and everything like that, and better family values. Yeah, stick together. Aye, do but, uh, So, so I won't need problems with uh, Pakistanis and out. Mm. But um, apart from obviously this arrest, the mind if I caught one robbers of a change, me change you'd be all the Pakistani bastards that. That five minutes, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but does that make you racist? <laughs> no. No, you know what I mean? But, it's just because that one's done something to you. But um, going back to those, the Don Graham stuff, when, when are you looking to go to... Uh, I was going to talk to you about it, to see if you wanted to do some things on it, and then and get something arranged. And so what are you looking to do? Go and dig up the fucking land? No, not dig up the grave. I was wanting to start off with some of the witnesses. I used to go into the parties. I want to find out which cop has frequented the parties. Up at Don's as part of getting the ball rolling, yeah, and start so there. So people I don't know who was Don Graham. Tell the viewers who he was. He's a, he's a lifer in prison. He's been convicted of murdering his girlfriend for just for money. Um, she transferred three hundred thousand pound into his bank that day. That she disappeared. Cause she had plenty of money. It was just his bit on the side. Um, this is in two thousand and eleven. And what are the circumstances? They she find went her, missing. Shoot her, what, she, did she ever found? No, but they've convicted them in, in 2015 of a murder. Okay. Because of all circumstances, all the cases, he, he's definitely murdered her. Do and you know so I mean? who was Don Graham prior to this? Was he a gangland figure or anything like no, that? Did you know who he was or did anyone... He's like a, he's like one of, one of these people who think they are, but I just always thought just on the fringe of wannabe... You know what I mean? We're just on the fringe, half straight. Not proper villains. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's always been one of them. Um, I don't know that much about him, but what I do know about him is he's part of the Winter Hill Gang because he all party at his place and I have been partying at his place since since before I bought these cottages because this is when I first found out about Don Graham. Um, found out about him. I don't know if I bought these cottages in the late 80s or early 90s. But I found out, no, this is when I found out that the Windhill Gang were partying at his place. When when the person who showed me these cottages realised I was buying them and said, yeah, but I've marked your card. There's a fella comes to the village called Don Graham uh, and your enemies drink at his place every weekend. This is when I found out. 
at this point when I bought yeah. this this first cottage. Um, so other than that, I just know things of them. I have met them. Um, but do I know them? No. I've been invited up to his farm a number of times with me fucking self, to be honest, over the years. And it's become apparent that Don Graham is the keeper of some of the murder bodies that the Winter Hill Gang's accusing me of committing. He's got them on his farm buried. So in these circumstances, obviously, like you say, it must be a case of the bodies haven't been found in these other... Well, he's murders. got Kicker's body there. And, yeah. And it's become apparent there's obviously other bodies there. Even the police are obviously ex accepting there's other bodies there now because they've went and spoke to Gordon Warren's daughter on the day Don was convicted of murdering Janet Brown. And they've knew, right, he's convicted killer. He's definitely killed her. Then he must have killed Gordon Warren too. When you look into the circumstances of Gordon Warren, yeah, Gordon Warren went missing, and the fundies caught on Don's farm. Do you know what I mean? He said to the police, "Oh, he just left it here. Somebody picked him up at the gate. The farm's in the middle of fucking nowhere, you know, on a hilltop." And so, like, what makes you convinced that they're like buried there, or um, why have the police not? dug up the ground or where, where's this well they've tried from? to dig up the ground and it's rough terrain it's an old the land's an old pit quarry sort of thing you know where it's fucking like that mm. on a mountain top all shapes and sizes it's not like yeah, there's a lot of land there as well isn't there? 40 acres but it's all rough terrain there's a police report on it uh, on a, on YouTube it's a news report with the police officer woman talking this woman now realised what was what when I watch this report, because in this report, the woman says, we've got the gun penetrating thing, she says, but we can't use it on most of the land. She says, because of the terrain, um, we can't search it. Um, and she says, and there's pits all over the land, miners, shaft pits all over the land. She mentions this on the report. Uh, and, and this is when I was part of me piecing it all together, because I knew Kicker's body went doing a pit up that way. And loads of other factors brought all together, but I kind of think of at the minute. But um, he's the keeper there, but they've kicked him in his body. So what uh, sentence did uh, Don Graham get in 2015? Natural life, he's never getting nude. Is it? Fucking hell. And he's been telling he's never getting nude under this new law. I forget the new law. Fucking now, if you don't hell. tell them where the body is, yeah, yeah you're not even considered for parole. And they're convinced, obviously. Then he's, he's convicted, he's lost every appeal. They've sat him doing last year and says, right, under this law, you're not even applying for parole in... He's 70 over 70, no man. Type 1 yeah. diabetes. And he's got over 20 years to serve out of his minimum 30-year sentence, you know what I mean? So he's not he's not saying the gate, is he? Is he? Very, chances he, are very slim. Uh, very slim. Um, and they're telling him, no, uh, even then you can't apply for parole. So we're keeping you. So that's the situation he's in. Yeah, fucking hell. So you want to... Um... But then then you've got all these other bodies on the farm. They've definitely got Gordon Warren's there. And they've definitely got Michael Stone's body there. Um, for sure. I think this is why Gordon Warren and Michael Stone have been murdered. Because they've helped get rid of the body, along with Don, yeah. their friend. Because they're mates with him. Yeah. He's killed a two of them, but he's mates with them. Drinks with them and 
going around and shooting on his farm with them, and so was Michael Stone, all mates. Um, so as for this thing where they're all doing a drug deal the day they went missing, yeah, he's possibly telling them, get as much money in as you can, because I'm going to kill you later. He's done that with both of them. When you look at what he's done with Janet Brune, that's what he's done with them too. He's two friends. That's the, so the drug deal isn't the the motive behind him killing them, I'm saying. He's just had them collect money in because he knew he's been going to kill them anyway. Yeah. Look what he's done to Janet Brune, he's fucking mistress. Um, I say they have helped get rid of Kicker's body for sure because uh, Michael Stone had trouble with Kicker at that time if you check all the newspaper reports etc he had big trouble with him mm. Michael Stone had uh, give evidence against Kicker's mate or Kicker court or uh, got into the front, his front door so there was trouble going on there between Kicker and Michael Stone but Michael Stone hasn't killed him that's for sure mm. so, but has he helped get rid of the body I think so and I think he's died for it I just think uh, they've used them to get rid of his body because they've been handy at the time and then they're getting worried. They put two of them mm. and they've left on. You know what I mean? And they're all drink together in the same pub, doing a tune, uh, the farmer's rest. And who owns this farm to this day then? Does Donston own it? No, she's got new owners. Is it? <sighs> you gone down and told them? Pardon? Have you gone down there and told them? <laughs> I'm not sure if they're aware or not. Um, but I think they'll do our route, because if I'm right, and everybody agrees with us, that I am right, fucking everybody. It might become a true crime hotspot, then, then they might be able to... They'll be able to make a seller for the, the, the film people in the future. Oh, for video and yeah. Dean, oh, hey yeah. man, what? This is the biggest unsolved murder case in the history of the UK, man, if I'm right, yeah. I am right, man. Mm. I'm not saying thing. it's just who's involved. Well, I know I was involved with Kicker's murder. That's why I want to start the investigations there. Which coppers from that fucking crime squad drunk at these parties with the Winter Hill gun? Because that's where the bodies went. And they're all involved in that body. Mm. Kickers, not the others I'm not about. And so why would they want to get rid of Kicker at that time? Have oh, I not already explained? No, go on. Just go briefly, real quickly. Kicker was part of them. Part of the gang, Winter Hill gang. Dane Robbery's with them. Yep. They're getting a list of armed robberies. Yep. Um, the, the list had come off Ben Crime Squad and it was the top 40 14 or 40 I think it's 40 top 40 places in the northeast what held the largest amount of money do you know what I mean like security yep. yeah, department yeah, and that and I'd been dating maybe maybe Ivan maybe you know maybe so the goodness of the crime squad apparently and kick had been doing some of the robberies with the winter hill gang on this list and scored and get enough money you say right bye bye i'm away and i'm under dean emo but then after after he done that they continued doing robberies on that list yeah. and kicker felt that he was entitled because he's involved in getting that list yeah, with the beginning yeah, yeah, or yeah, whatever percentages yeah that's why he was working and he was going run demanding that off them okay. each and every robbery that they'd done and he knew had been on the list he'd go around and demand money off them first they paid him a couple one or two yeah. then they said enough's enough though and then he went at the demand with them 
went heavy with him and fucking all sorts. Was he quite a serious fellow in his own room? Well, he, he kicked his own brother's door in and when he was in the bath, he went in and fucking stuck a knife in him when he was sat in the bath. And he'd yeah. been under Michael Stone's front door um, as well. I don't know why. I don't know if he's involved in the robberies or what, but at that time, he'd been in Michael Stone's front door. And Michael Stone had come out and stabbed, kicked his mate about 20 times with a big knife. Six foot four, 25 stone with a big knife come to the door. <laughs> Uh, did you know Kicker at all? Yeah, I, I, vaguely, you know. Knew him, knew him. I've been yeah. on a drink with him. He's all right, fellow, was he? Yeah, I found him all right. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Um, I went on a drink all day with him the last time before he disappeared. I often wondered, I thought, I hope he never disappeared that fucking day to myself. You know, everything else that's going on, no, honestly. <laughs> And um, um, no one ever got uh, charged or anything then with Kicker's thing, and it was just literally a unsolved disappearing thing yeah fucking hell. yeah it's one day he uh, disappeared gone he went on a bit of work he was telling me he was going on a bit of work for whatever it might have been a sudden post up as robbery that they were telling me he was going on because for whatever reasons he jumped back in with them to do this one piece of work but it wasn't really a piece of work he was getting fucking he, shot he was the piece of work yeah they done the, done the, um, the same as what they done the Frank the craze done the Frankie Mitchell is it yeah when he got in the back of the van yeah done the same to kicker picked him up at one pub drove him around the pub picked the rest of us up and got in and shot him and then he was put in a put of a car on the back of a skip wagon and sent up to where Don Graham's Farm is run that area and put down a pit shaft on the land. That's where Kicker was sent. Mm. They've dug five cars up on Don's farm. Okay, so, so they have been digging. Oh, right, when the police found, well, look at Janet Brown's body. Yeah. They found five cars buried. Yeah, yeah fucking hell. <laughs> no, that's the delivery vehicles, isn't it? Yeah, why did they stop digging then at that point? They should have dug. Because it's rough terrain and. It's costing millions and millions. And, and, and the millions. cars, they might not have been able to bury his. That didn't matter, but the Thunder Five cars. Yeah. And and I got to tell Kicker's body went doing a pit shaft, and there's pit shafts on there too. You know, like two hundred feet deep and one at the bottom of them. And yeah, fucking hell, you need to try and buy the farm, don't you? Start I think they would let one go on and video it, the people. Start digging. Body who comes just says you can just walk on anywhere from the back end. There's no fences on out. Yeah, man, so I said, but you'd have to send a drone on first to find out where the pit shafts were, wouldn't you? What, you reckon they've just chucked them down the pit shafts? Okay, that's what doing a pit shaft. Yeah. For sure. How do you know that? Because I got tell that years ago. Oh, I've been blamed for this murder, remember. So, and who would know that you went down the, the, the shaft, though? It's a long story, that, like, but... Um, what, someone who was there at the time with fucking... thingy doing it, or...? I think I've just been told certain. You've got to look at every other murder as well, man. Where they've been fitting me up with every, every other murder. Freddy's murder, Viv's murder. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And McKicker's murder. Some of the details, I think they've told me the details as part of fitting me up. This is what's been going on behind the scenes with the bank cops and that. Mm. So I've, 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 I think it's things as went on like that where Michael Stone's murder too. I think when David Glover burgled my safe with Cookie, it was something they were, they might not knew it. I take it out of it. 
Mate. Just the money, you know. Listen, man, they wouldn't have knew what was going on. They wouldn't even fucking tell them what was going on, man. They would have just tried to burgle the pub and take the safe. How much did they get out of you? Free. There was about eight grand altogether, but about five grand of it was checks, I think, back then. Oh, so, yeah. so with three grand, but three grand even three back then is a lot of money. Yeah, in the nineties. But it was the contents of the safe they were after. Contents of the safe was handed over to the cop called Smith, and then it was handed back to Glover. Contact contents. So I see uh, David Glover though on that uh, interview of Atwood, and he was saying that you were extorting anyone with money. I've never extorted anybody in my entire fucking life. That <laughs> and the, the way he's on about. The only one, listen, I've never taxed anybody in my life. The only person I fucking taxed was fucking Brian fucking Sharon. After he said, oh, I have to, no, this, I'll not tell you what he'd done, but he'd done something bad. Well, you just said about the thing that he fucking kind of set you up on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. This is after that. That's fucking after bad. that. This well, is, else this is after that. What else? Um, I took 10 grand of him. Yeah, sent it around. Uh, I shared it between the lads who took it. And, and what, Kevin what? Doyle's wife. The lad who was in jail for him, who was charged with arm robbery with me, that's why I yeah, done yeah, the money. Because yeah. okay. he'd set me up, and it'd come up obvious to us, he'd set me up, went more in jail, gone from the depths and everything. Um, so I sent the money run to the, his wife. And so how did that conversation go with him? Did he kind of accept that he basically had, and then gave you the money, or he just said... No, I just took it that time, just conned him, took it off him. Because I knew he'd I set me up, right. and then the next time I t- just took some money off him. I just sent the lads under the garage. So he ended up getting a big sentence a couple of years ago, I think, didn't he, on the continent? Brian did. Yeah. I think he got like a 20, didn't he, or something like this. I sent the lads under his garage. The phone is up from the garage. He says, right, where you at? He says, what do you want? He says, two brand new milks or brand fair new. And didn't even have a plate on. Um, I was a roller. Which one do you want? <laughs> so I sat there. But anyway, he pulled a few quid up instead. Yeah, he ended up becoming super powerful, didn't he? Who? See, after even after this, uh, Curtis in, in, the, in the customs world and things like that, in but not world. not in the real crime world. No, in the drugs game. Yeah, ah, in the, the drugs, drugs game world. Aye. And becoming a massive player, didn't he, over the last twenty years? He's been working with the customs for a while, man. Now he's just he's a tool to the customs, who allow him to get involved with criminals and get involved deep as well. Deep as you want, because you know, and then the common fire at some point where he's gonna be used to get the muscle mech. That's what they've done with him time and time again. But he's, he's been cops, cops up along route, obviously, the TSA lot said Ben Cops, yeah, from early, yeah, early 90s. Because he, he, he's reeling with the Ben Cops, he is him, the Berryman Cops, and that mm. he's riding with them. He's fucking tits, Whedon and Nags called his two cops. I remember really, that's the two that was borrowing the cars up. But what the one who borrowing cars, what they were really doing was if they needed a new car to go on the holders without, they'd go into his showroom and just take whatever car was there. Yeah, you know, the showroom I'm talking about. Thickest things probably. So, but yeah, interesting that you knew Charrington back all them times. I've worked with Charrington for a long time. Certainly, mm. used for his family, certainly my use for my family, you know what I mean? Yeah. Got an armor with the years. When he was a little little villain. Till he done that with the post office. Mm. It was definitely a setup. Um it's why he wanted to kind of the way to set you up like they did for such a crime if you didn't commit them crimes as well. Uh, and I've thought about it deeply. 
there was there was just to put us on remand next to him. I was up for the Sunderland Post Office robbery. Wireless cops got to the court to collapse the case by blaming me. Thank <laughs> you.